Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 116 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today, I'll share a hack for dining out at restaurants. We'll talk about my recent adventures in Boston and about a bucket list item I got to check off. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Hello there. Hello. Are you ready for embarrassing story time with Courtney and Justin? You're not exempt from this. Is this about how I held my microphone and blocked my face the whole last episode? No, but there are a lot of things that happen in post-production that, well, I call as the writer, producer, creator, host of this show, essentially a one-woman show over here. Yeah. I... It's weird with video because I want to give feedback, but obviously maybe I should just give feedback in the moment and just keep it real. But I, after the show, let Justin know that he leaned so far back and then had the microphone like this (laughs) and people want to see your face. And so after the show, I said, just a heads up, your mic placement was all over the place and it wasn't my favorite, but it's all right. Well... First of all, I'm in a different chair today, so I have oh, way better okay. posture. I had like a big, wide, like leather chair during the last episode. Like a throne. And so I was like trying to sit up on the edge and be like all proper. And I just got tired and I had to sit back. It's it's <laughs> grueling work. It is. Yeah. So uh, I have a better chair now, so I'm more prepared. And please yell at me during the uh, episode if my mic is blocking my moneymaker. What is more exhausting, recording an episode of the podcast or DHing? <laughs> Don't answer that. We'll uh, move on. <laughs> we'll move on. Maybe recording the podcast. You think so? There's just so much like downtime in between. I don't know. DHing is hard too because I'm constantly like watching everyone's at bats and like looking at different things and talking okay. to the hitting guys and they're talking about what they're seeing and I'm talking about what I'm seeing. So it's not just like looking at my at bats and then. I go in the cage and I take a couple swings to get ready for my next at bat. So it's not like I'm just like lounging on the floor, like not doing anything. I don't think anyone thought you were laying on the floor. Right. But you have to stay active. Keep yeah. your mind active. That's and right. you don't know how fast you're going to come up because you guys could hit around. I think you guys did hit around a couple games ago. I think so I had, you have to stay ready. I think I had like four at bats in five innings today. Yeah. It's wild. It's been good. Yeah. Uh, no, my embarrassing story is from the other night. You got an off night. I want to say Monday, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So after we got back from Toronto, we decided to walk to dinner and we love where we live. It's just very walkable and accessible. And we walked and found a ramen spot. And I was literally racking my brain. I'm like, gosh, <laughs> where did we go to dinner? I can't even think of where we went to dinner. Okay. Now we went I know. to kind of a sleeper ramen spot. And I'm not going to say the name because it's one of those sneaky little picks that is very busy. But we put our name in it. We were in, in what, like 20, 30 minutes? It was not fine. even. It was fast. Yeah. But it's a sneaky spot. If you want to, if you're coming to Boston, you want to know what it is, message me and I'll let you know. But I'm not going to broadcast it because I'm going to keep it sacred in my heart. But. So it's not even embarrassing. It's just a very, it was a very Courtney thing to do. So I'm eating and obviously you're eating. I got my spicy ramen, extra 
chili oil to put in there to make it extra, extra spicy. And Justin looks at me and says, you have ramen broth all <laughs> over your sweatshirt. Yep. And I looked down and it was splatter painted just all over. And I'm wearing this like white, off-white Lululemon crew sweatshirt. Yep. And what do I do? Well, first of all, it was like a trail, like from the like <laughs> collar, like dripped all the way down <laughs> until like you could just, it almost looked like you dragged a noodle like up your sweater and Honestly, then like maybe I did slurped it. But, um, yeah, I was like, uh, babe, you got, um, you got sauce on your, on your sweater and you were like, oh, no big deal. And you literally sat at the table and like took your arms out of the arms and then like spun the sweatshirt around backwards and then put your arms back in. You're like, see, no one will know. <laughs> I was like, wow. And the collar was like. I know. I'm like, wow. Well, I, I don't know if I'm like embarrassed or impressed, but like. <laughs> you commended me. Yeah. You said, honestly, you can't even really tell. And there was kind of a seam line that was obviously meant to be on the back of the shirt. It's kind yeah. of like the style, like a spirit jersey where it has that like seam across the your back. Shoulders, is that your, your yeah. back? Yeah, yep. Where are your shoulders at? Uh, On your back. And, <laughs> and you just, you didn't judge me. No. Maybe you did. You didn't I thought it was a good it. move. And then plus when you flip the sweater around, like the, the like sauce line on your back was like <laughs> covered by your hair. So you couldn't even see it on the back. It was a pro move. Have you ever seen anything like it? Um... Not so like nonchalantly, like there was no panic. It was completely casual and you were just like, oh, dang, let me uh, just flip this thing around and it'll be fine. No one will notice. Well, one of your teammates were, happened to be there. Complete surprise. Right. And you just never know because it's not that you really get recognized that much in Boston yet. You have been starting to pick up. Yeah. In LA, I don't think we would have been able to walk the mile home without you being stopped. So I just never want to be that wife where someone says, hey, do you mind taking a photo of me and Justin? And I just have ramen broth <laughs> all over my shirt. Instead, I wanted to be the wife that had the backwards sweatshirt and the sauce under my hair. No, you pulled it off flawlessly. Thank you. And we did have that. a teammate there, which I think was like, we were like, oh, we're definitely in the right spot. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was really good. Honestly, message me if you're in Boston or you're coming to Boston. I would Can we say who share. was there? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, so Courtney's like, hey, there's this like, we were like trying to figure out where we were going. And she's like, oh, there's this really good, supposedly, like ramen spot or yeah. noodle place. I love reading reviews. Sometimes they're misleading because I think reviews, you're less likely to go on a restaurant if you had the best experience. I think people as a society, we like to complain. If you go on next door, you go on whatever, people just will blast if they didn't have a good experience. So I don't always trust reviews, but when I see a 4.5 plus and there's at least a thousand reviews, not on Amazon, those are fake, those are paid for. I kind of think it's a good spot, honestly. So there's a couple indicators for me that we are in the right spot. Like, first of all, it was the location was like weird. Like it's like not in a little mall, but it felt like you walked in like a door and there was like eight or nine shops. So it felt like a little like mini. Yeah, it's called an mall. arcade. 
They have them yeah. in Cleveland. They have one in Cincinnati. So it was yeah. in an arcade, and then we walk up, and it was tiny. There was like, what, six tables inside and like four tables like on this little like makeshift patio. So it yeah. was really small. I was like, okay, this place is probably legit. Mm-hmm. They were turning tables over so fast. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then the cherry on top on how I knew we were in the right place is uh, Masa and his translator walked up and they were coming to eat at the same place. And I was like, Masa, is this place good? And he's like, yeah, very good. Yeah. And I was like, all right. We're yeah. Good. You go to get ramen and Japanese right. food and then you see your teammate who's Japanese eating there and yes, you, you're like, you know, right. you're in the right we spot. Found it. Yeah. yeah. And it, it lived up to it. It was good. No, it was so good. I actually liked, I've never had this, but they took our order before we sat down. Right. Which normally I love to look at the menu and I love to kind of weigh my options, but there was that pressure of, oh, I have to pick something right now. And then it helped make everything efficient. And I guess that's why they were turning over the table so fast, but it worked out perfectly. When you only have 10 tables, you got to move quick. And you're a popular restaurant and you got to turn them over. And there weren't a lot of sides or anything, so it was pretty much just noodles and whatever. You did get the gyoza. The gyoza, yeah, the stickers. They were so good. So good. But, yeah, yeah A+. Plus. And right. I made it out there stain-free. And <laughs> Yeah, if you ever drip on your shirt, <laughs> just turn it around. No one will notice. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. It was, a, it was a pro move. Looking back, I'm not yeah. mad at it. I wasn't. I was impressed. Okay, now I get to share an embarrassing story. For you, but thankfully, it was only between us. Okay. But now it's between everyone that's listening. So your crossword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You're really, really, really good at the crossword. And actually, there was an article I think online, maybe or yeah, where it was explaining that your teammate Duran was doing crosswords now, and you kind of were coaching them, and that was kind of a proud moment because I remember talking in the beginning of the season, and you said no one does a crossword here, right? And I got to get it going, and I was encouraging you, and to see an entire article written about how your team has now taken on the crossword, and they look for it when they come in the room, and they look for the printouts on the table and the whole deal, and you're kind of mentoring guys, and it's become a little tradition in the clubhouse. I was very proud of that. You're very good at the crossword. Thank you. But you had a moment the other day that I laughed out loud. And I know that you don't like when I get this way and I start laughing at you because you try to move on very quickly. But I was rolling at this mishap in the crossword. Do you want (laughs) me to talk about it? Or are you going to talk about it? I think you should. Well... (laughs) I will say that you thought this was so funny and so hilarious. And I didn't think it was that funny, but I'll tell you <laughs> why I didn't think it was that funny because it actually happens to me all the time. And I feel like if you talk to people who do the crosswords, I feel like it happens. Oh, often. so this is kind of a, is this like a little jab you're doing to me that I'm not a seasoned crossword doer that no. I should have been? It's not a jab. I just okay. think that like as you get into it, like, I like try to finish these things like as fast as I can now. So I'm just like Mm -hmm. kind of skimming through the clues to see which ones I know right off the top of my head that I can write in. And sometimes you misread or you miss a letter or two and it turns a (laughs) clue into something completely different. Like what was the clue? Go ahead. I'll let you tell that part. So the clue was five letters. And what 
you saw was fruit, F-R-O-O-T, and a blank space, and then the corresponding five letters in the crossword. So me and Toucan Sam and everyone else that has familiarized themselves with cereal knew the answer to be loops. But isn't it F R U I T? No, no, it's the double O because it's fruit. Oh, uh, that you're right. That's and where loops. And that's where I just totally skipped over the R and saw foot. So I wrote loose, like foot loose. Kevin Bacon. And I had to go in and change Kenny it. Kenny Loggins. But I, like I said, I feel like when you're like skimming and just looking for like quick answers, especially right when you're starting, it was the first one. I think it was honestly one right. or, yeah. Because my whole strategy is to find a cluster of clues where I know and then I can like verify the other answers that I think are right, but I'm not 100% sure by having the other letters across and down. So like that was one of the first ones. And I, in my mind, I saw foot, five letters. I'm like loose, boom, no brainer, fill it in. But I didn't see the R and it, it, obviously I figured it out later, but you were like, you were crying. You didn't find it funny? No, because I've honestly, I've done that several times. Like I've done it so many times but like, where you put fruit loose. That was funny to me. <laughs> I understand how it looks, but in my brain, I'm like, oh, I literally read that as foot and not fruit because of the OOT. I just like completely in my brain omitted the R and saw foot. Okay. I mean, like I you're a speed reader. You, I'm sure you like read. Yeah. You read so fast. Like, I do actually. I'll hand him an article. He does the thing too, where, you know, when you give your mom your phone or something and you just want to show her a photo and she has to take the phone and fully get it. He does that. Right. And you do it too. No, I'm Relax. just, I just glance over. But if I send him an article, I'm at the bottom. I'm already at the ending credits and he's still very high up which yeah. is kind of surprising yeah that's true we read the we read the paper in the morning like we look at some of the like headlines and some of the topics and stuff and then we go to like uh what's it called our um our signs are oh the called? horoscope the Just horoscope yeah and so a lot of times like our horoscopes are like back to back and so a lot of times like mine will be on the top half of the page yeah or I'm sorry, yours will be on the top half of the page and mine will be on like the bottom half of the page. Yeah. And like, you'll be done reading and be like, flip the paper. And I'm like, I'm only like halfway through your horoscope. <laughs> I don't read everything. I think I realized that when I read books, I read the first sentence of a paragraph and the last sentence of a paragraph. So I skip. I'm not actually reading that fast. No, you fly yeah, through it. I read, but- I think it's because I'm last minute. And in college, I always would wait until the last minute to read whatever our assigned reading was. And sometimes it would be a hundred pages. I didn't have time for every word. So I would read first sentence, last sentence. I feel like that's how I feel like the way you read is kind of how you watch TV shows too. You're like, it's on, but you're not really like locked into it. And then if something comes up that's happening where you're like, Oh wait, this is important. You'll like go back and rewind and watch it again. Or but you're just not Google like, what happened. yeah, you're not like fully locked into the TV show. And I feel like that's how you read. You're just like da, 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 the end. Oh, read it. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not. Yeah. 
I'm not fully invested. See, I'm the I, other. I, read, I get what I need from it. No, <laughs> like it. sometimes I'll read like sentences like two or three times because I'm like, wait, what? And I'll like read it like a couple times. I have a hard time focusing, definitely reading. And I will have to reread sometimes if I didn't get stuff. And obviously that method doesn't work when it comes to things where information is more important. I can read books and kind of stories that way, essays like that way. Yeah. When it came to obviously studying psychology and that sort of thing, you have to obviously right. read every part of it. But uh, definitely reading novels and books and all of that. I can get away with that strategy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyways, you got a really good laugh out of yeah. fruit loose. Fruit loose. <laughs> yeah. Well, another routine. Well, not routine, but kind of something I've done here is really dove into the Boston lifestyle, but almost as a tourist, even though I'm living here. I'm a tourist in my own city. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. You're all about the tea. You're all about going to new places. You're trying new things and really not just even Boston. Like you're all over the Northeast. I'm honestly, well, so when I was little, I wrote this sheet of paper. I need to find this paper somewhere. My mom has it, but. I'm sure your mom has it. (laughs) She definitely has it. And I kind of set out my life goals and the first one was see all 50 states by the time I'm 50. So I'm on my way. I'm on track. I think I'm ahead of schedule for sure. But obviously living in Boston, there's so many states nearby. So yeah. I've had fun kind of bouncing around and went to, what have I done already? Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire, Hampshire um, all over. It's just easy. When something is an hour or two away and I've never been there, I'm always down for the adventure and I have more time off than you do. So I get to go around and explore. I just can't wait till you hit 49 because I know 50 is going to be Alaska and I can't wait to go to Alaska. What if it's not? What if my 50 is like I feel like you're going to South hit, Dakota. No, I feel like you're going to hit everything in I don't know. How what, what would you call that? Landlocked in the yeah. United States? Yeah. Um, I feel like you're going to hit all those first. What is it called? The continental United States? Is yeah. that the right phrase? I don't know. We're probably going to get fact checked. Don't correct <laughs> Community <me>. notes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, unless something brings me to Alaska before. But it's funny because when I was doing 30 baseball stadiums, my last one was, it's funny because I think Gianni Jansen needs Kansas City as well. That was her last one. I think she needs Baltimore and Kansas City. And mine was Kansas City. And maybe that's not one that people think as, oh, I'm going to save that to the end. I thought it was wonderful. It was great. But Alaska would be a very exciting ending. And I wonder if a lot of people finish up that goal there. I can't wait. That's I, the harder one. To I've get, heard so many good things about Alaska. And I just, I want to see all like I don't the know, wild Alaska. animals. Oh, good one. There's also a lot of dudes there. Like a lot. I don't know if that's accurate, but I always have heard that it's, the ratio. I want a lot of dudes. I just want to see the wildlife. Oh, okay. I want to see a moose. So do you. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. I went to Maine to try to see a moose and there were signs everywhere. Beware a moose will be crossing. It was a lie. So if you you guys know where to find one, let me know. Yep. I will trade you a turkey. 
forum <laughs> sighting. But no, around Boston, I got my T card, which is our train here. And I think someone called it the bone shaker or something. And everyone's very confused by my positive experience with the subway here. Wait, the bone shaker? Why yeah, the, the bone, bone rattler, the bone shaker. I don't, I mean, it does a little shimmy shake when it makes that turn downtown, but maybe I'm just not really rattled by things right? as, or maybe my expectations are lower for public transportation that hasn't been updated in a while. Yeah. I think it's been great. I've taken it to the game. I, we've taken it to dinner. You popped on with me. I got my Charlie card. I did. Which I, the Charlie card is interesting. Why my sister and I looked it up and it's named for this fictional person that's stuck on the subway forever and will <laughs> never leave the subway. So it's like kind of morbid, but yeah, I get very excited when I swipe it and I found out how to reload it. I just feel very cool and it's busy. A lot of people take it here. Yeah. And I used to take back. the subway to school to avoid buying a $1,700 parking permit every quarter <laughs> at UCLA or whatever it was. I would take the subway or take the bus. And so I guess I'm used to it. It's It was good to take in LA to go to Staples Center for games. Yeah, I dropped off right there. It was easy. But done that, I got my library card. Which Here? Yes. Oh, I didn't, oh, know I didn't even show you. No, you didn't The library is beautiful. I mean, obviously you can use it at the different Boston libraries, but I went to the old Boston Public Library. Yeah. It's all marble and lovely and beautiful. There's a side of it that's kind of the historical side and then the actual library side. There's a little cafe in there. There's a courtyard where people are working in there. There's like a quiet study room in there. It reminds me of like a college library and that's really cool. So you have a, you have a big soft spot in your heart for libraries. You took me to like tour your library in Chesterton. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you I were like, love this is the where library. you can get DVDs and this they is still have it. <laughs> they know. have the DVD room. We actually you went took me through it. I saw it all. <laughs> This was not 10 years ago. This was in December. So right. it was very recent. And I love the library. I went all the time growing up, especially when our power would go out and our AC was out in our house. We would go to the library. It was wonderful. It was kind of like the spot. <laughs> but no, I would go there and read magazines. That was where like the internet was there yep. when it first, the internet was first a thing. And yeah. you could go in there and sign up for an hour of the internet and explore. I thought the coolest thing about your library in Chesterton were all the like paintings by the one artist that were hung. Oh everywhere. yeah. The club. I thought you were going to say the book club section. No. Well, I mean, obviously no, but that part was cool. I shouldn't be saying the coolest thing about the library is the art on the wall. Like obviously there was a no, good I love that book artist, selection though. and it's it very was Indiana. big and, but the art was cool. It's like the, um, I, we actually, I think we have that artwork. Yeah. In one of our guest rooms, right? Because you tried to do the Indiana Beach theme. I did. I did it's the Indiana same artist. Is that the same artist? Yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah. Like pastels and like different. Yeah. Yeah. But I think everyone should get a library card and just a PSA, but you get an app called Libby, which you can get free. I think it's audiobooks and set to rent, but you can put holds on books that are popular. And I don't know. I just love the library. And it's one of those things. I think it's like movie theaters, right? Like it's there. It's wonderful. And if you don't appreciate it, we might not have libraries. And I think the more people that get a library card and use their library, they get more funding. And I just think it's obviously it's so different now, right? We used to do papers in college and we have to go to the library and do research. 
check out books. Everyone does the whole iPad now or the e-reader and all that stuff. But I will, I don't know if I'll ever be on the Kindle crew. I like the physical book in my hand to read. I don't want to sit and stare at another screen. If I'm reading, I'm trying to get away from that. Right. And I think if you're sitting and reading on your phone or your iPad and notifications are popping up and emails are popping up, you're just going to stop reading. And especially me reading only one sentence, a paragraph. It's just <laughs> not very helpful. But sidetrack on the library. Uh, how, many of, how many of your books, your book club books, have you actually gotten from the library? Or do you buy them all? Um, I've bought a lot of them cause a lot of them are new. Um, but I'll check the library if they have them for sure. But a lot of them are like new or they are, some of them are checked out for a while, but yeah, a lot of the people in our book club, a lot of our gals get them do audiobooks, So they do them on the Libby app, which you just Too busy. put in here. Too busy to read. A lot of people like, I don't know, people listen to books on when they're walking and all that stuff. People do. I mean, a lot of people say they listen to podcasts when they're on their walks, but yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this one. Hopefully. Yeah. But in addition to my library uh, and my train taking, I did the Freedom Trail, which I don't know if you ever did that back when you were here before. Probably not. Uh, no. So it takes you on kind of this really cool two they say it's two and a half miles I think uh and you can kind of choose your own adventure there's like 50 stops along the way of grave sites and historical buildings and city hall and there's the USS Constitution and different kind of churches and museums along the way where you could kind of decide how much time you want to take to do everything or you could just look and keep walking you can stop and take photos you can hire a tour guide to take you. We chose to just buy the actual guide. It was like a $4 map at the visitor center at Boston Common because <laughs> I like to actually hold something in my hand. We tried to do the phone app and it can actually sense where you're at on the Freedom Trail and start talking as if oh, you really? have a tour guide with you based on exactly where you're standing. But I just didn't want to be staring at my phone all day. So we kind of just had the book out and followed the map. And there's actually a red brick line for the entire trail. Oh, so you just follow the yellow brick or the red brick road? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wizard of Oz, which is super helpful because bet, yeah. you kind of feel like you're getting a little off track. And then you just realize, oh, it's right here. And it takes you right by the Sam Adams tap room. So you could get a nice beer along your way. And there's you get a, a summer ale. I did, which one did I do? Not the marathon one, but it was, was the Sam, not Sam Summer. It was like a super light one. I forgot what it was called, but it was really good. My mom did a sour beer. I forgot which yeah. one my sister did. The sour was good because it tasted like vinegar, like a kombucha, uh, which yeah, I love. You would, you would like that. I, the Sam Summer's money. And then there's a food hall along the trail too, where there's like 50 different restaurants in there. Kind of reminded me of the public market in Milwaukee, but just really cool. So if you're coming to Boston, uh, I definitely suggest doing that. You could do a tour guide or not, but it's kind of funny now because when we were walking the other night when Corey and Maddie were here, I was remembering a lot of the spots along the way. (laughs) And it's wild to be in a city. Obviously, there's so much history here. And it was crazy even just being here for the 4th of July, which is actually when we were walking, but to just be walking down 
a regular street and then you think, oh, there's this city hall or here's this oldest church or here's the Union Oyster House, which is the oldest restaurant in America. And even the Chipotle downtown is in a historical building. So it's kind of wild to just be living amongst all of these landmarks and just kind of see them now. And I actually have to say that doing that tour gave me a better understanding of kind of the map of the city yeah, and where everything is. Cause I mean, we kind of stay in our little neighborhood or go to Fenway or we'll go kind of downtown and eat in that area. But this kind of gave me, cause you really do walk from um, Boston common where you, where you start and you go all the way to the USS constitution, which is by the aquarium on the water. And then you, it's kind of cool. You take a $3 ferry back to the start. So you get kind of a little boat right at the end and get to see like the skyline a little bit, but it ha- really did help me understand the lay of the land because they're the city grid in Boston is non-existent. It's and not it's, a grid. It's <laughs> like everything is curvy and windy. It was be going down a street and then it just turns and then there's another one. And yeah, so it's very difficult to kind of grasp it as a whole, but the streets get very narrow too. Yeah. And then another one I did was the duck tour, which if you know the when I think did the Red Sox do it? I know when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, they do their parade is like a duck boat parade. Yeah, the Red Sox did it too. Yeah. And that would it took us by a lot of the same spots. It was actually interesting at one point they went by the team hotel, which they were wrong. They had the wrong team hotel. The visiting team hotel, right? Yeah. And yeah. they said, oh, who are we playing tonight? It was the Marlins at the time. And the host was like, okay, well, technically I'm not supposed to say this, but that might be where they're sleeping tonight. <laughs> and I was like, sir, don't violation of privacy. Him. But he had the wrong hotel. Well, I don't know. Maybe that was the hotel that some teams stay in, but it was not the hotel when we stayed there. Well, so. every team stays in... I mean, I think there's like one place where every team stays in the same hotel and then everywhere else it's like, whatever, like teams stay at all different hotels. There's definitely some cities where it's like, without a doubt, every single team is in that one hotel. And right. then there's other cities where it's like, who knows, there's five or six different ones. Depends on the number of rooms and I feel like how many like availability. And I've heard that they stay in a lot of hotels where they'll guarantee them a room block in October. Yeah. So it's kind of like a that's what the like a mutual did, sure. kind of agreement. Like, okay, you guarantee us in yours, and we'll guarantee it in ours. So right. But you also did something else on Sally. the. Uh, you also did something else on the duck boat. I did. That I didn't even know about. I found out on your Instagram. <laughs> I honestly have realized that when I have people in town or when I'm all over the place and busy, I don't really tell you a lot of what happened. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I feel like we have breakfast or you come home after the game and we kind of have this debrief of our day. And I've realized I've left out a lot of vital information. Yeah. For I'm you. like, when the hell did you drive a boat? <laughs> and you're like the duck boat tour. Duh. I told you. And I'm like, no, you didn't. So they, we were kind of you. So you spend most of your time. It's like a 80 minute tour. And I would say you spend 60 minutes on land kind of driving around the city And I happen to be on the Red Sox boat. Isn't that crazy? Because they're all branded different or they're all different themes and they're not even necessarily sports teams. But somehow I ended up on the Red Sox boat. I didn't even know they were branded. I know. It's very exciting. 
And so we get in the water and the captain says, which they're very, very, because a lot of people have brought up like safety issues with duck boats, but they're super certified. They are, it's not just, oh, they trained them on how to do this. They are the real deal captain. So it's good to know. They said, or they asked, does anyone have any interest in driving the duck boat? And my hand just shot up because that's when, a no brainer. Yeah. When are you going to get to drive a duck yeah, boat? Yeah. Why am know? I here if I'm not going to drive the duck boat? And I'm realizing that like three other people raised their hand and they were children, but that's fine because they they're not even supposed to drive. So four kids raised their hand. <laughs> yes. And my mom didn't raise her hand. My sister didn't raise her hand. And so uh, the time came and I went up there and I actually thought it was one of those where you don't have to steer and it just kind of goes. I thought like, sure, I'm driving, but like, am I really driving this beast of a <laughs> boat? Like like, and then Disney, the guy, like Disneyland Jungle Cruise, you're like, oh, it's on the tracks. Yes. No, 100%. <laughs> and then the guy, because there's like two captains, obviously, one's driving and then there's one host. And the captain's like, steer left. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, because we were just going like not, I mean, we needed to turn, obviously, but I'm thinking this thing's going to, I'm. I got my hands on the wheel. I'm like taking photos, but... I didn't think I was making an impact in where this thing was going. And then I was like, oh, shit, okay, here we go. So I turned, and then it was like, okay, thank you, bye. And I got a sticker that said, I got four stickers that said I drove a duck boat just in case, and I put one on my Jeez. shirt and I wanted everyone to know, one in the scrapbook, and yeah. I think I went through an entire year of first grade without getting four stickers. <laughs> it was exciting. I'm surprised more people didn't want to do it, yeah. honestly, like, did they really let, did they let the kids drive? Yeah, but their moms are up there kind of. Oh, okay. I mean, the captain's honestly sitting. Right next An to arm's you. length away yeah. if something goes awry and, and, or like an adult happens to not steer when she needs to steer. Right. I, I think, I actually think one of the most relaxing things is driving a boat. Yeah. You love driving a boat. I never drive it. I love it. That might've been my, it might've been the first boat I've ever driven. Really? I went big, honestly. You didn't drive the pontoon when we went to the lake in Cincinnati? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I've been on jets. Well, I don't let staff, you drive anywhere. So no, he never lets me drive. Sense. But to cap off the day after the duck boat, I sat in the green monster seats at Fenway. So honestly, just there was a title on, this is going to be like super sidebar for that guy like three years ago that said our podcast goes all over the place. There are these cows all over Boston and they're raising money for cancer research and they have different themes on them. And you'll see them if you come here or if you're already here. And one of them had a crown on it and it said Miss Massachusetts. And that honestly give me the crown because after the Freedom Trail, the duck boat, Getting my T Charlie card, my library card, and finishing that experience sitting in the green monster seats at Fenway, give me the crown. I am Miss Massachusetts, one hundred percent. Yeah, you got it. You're transitioning to the city very well. <laughs> I'm thriving. And you know what's funny? You you know what's funny is, like, I think a lot of our reporters and writers and stuff actually like follow us on social media. They're creeping. And I had like three or four people like come up to me in the last couple of days and they're like, so what part of uh, the Northeast are you guys going to venture off to for <laughs> the all-star break? You guys are all over the place. We just have been following you along and seeing all your trips. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to tell you where we're going, but yeah, tune in and you'll find out. Yeah. It's been <laughs> fun. I like it. I mean, I was in the same city for 
a very, very long oh, time yeah. and the entire portion of my adult life. And so, uh, and give me a new city. But I was always that way when you would play in different parts, like whether it was by myself or other wives came with me or family came with me. Like I'm always exploring because why not? And it's been fun. It's a cool city. The food has been amazing. Amazing. And give it all to me. But the Green Monster Seats, I sat there in... 2019 19, yeah. and it's just the best honestly if you have a chance to sit up there it is so cool and it's not crowded you yeah. kind of in each little section if you see the game on tv there's six seats and then you have a like the kind of like bar table in front of you so you can put all your snacks up there whatever you want to put up there and you look down and you're you feel like you're on the field it is <laughs> such a cool perspective we didn't have any home runs come our way. I should have had a glove. I meant to ask one of your clubhouse guys to give me a glove. But You said you were going to grab one. I know, and I kept thinking, what would I do if a ball came my way? And I was kind of sitting where your home runs normally go. Right. So I just kind of thought, what would I do? Because I already am down a thumb from softball last year. So I just thought, would I even try to catch it? Would I duck? What would I do? But... Nothing came my way, but I don't think that'll be the I'm last so mad time at, that I sit up there. I'm so mad I didn't like hit a home run up like right to I where know. you were sitting. That would have been crazy. I know. I dream of catching at least a foul ball of yours up there. But if you have a chance to sit up there, it is really, really cool. And it's not that many people, obviously, because there's I think there's three rows in each little pod and then six per. So it doesn't feel like you're crowded but there's some diehard fans up there so it's fun and i was right by the i think they're called the k men yeah where they put, put the strikeouts yes. yeah and left center so they were yeah. right uh to my left which Did was, you you didn't ask to put a k up the game was not going well this was before you guys took off on your hot streak and so it was not a very i don't know i, I tend I, to like uh, let my mood fall in line with what your team is doing and I don't want to be the person that's overly celebrating or happy when things aren't going well. I think that's just kind of my style. So can no. I drop, can I drop a record? Oh gosh. Of when, me on the green monster. Yeah. You've been up there three times and I think the socks are zero and three. Well, one well, time I was on the Dodgers and we won. Yeah. I'm not good in the green monster seats. Yeah. So maybe I, I will only sit there if there's an exhibition game <laughs> or they allow like <laughs> they do like a T-ball game. <laughs> you were just wanted to be up there so you could get Masa's home run ball from like his first home run. I'm still mad at that. Freaking, <laughs> what was his name? Logan? What's I don't even know. I, Lucas. I'm, Lucas. I'm, Lucas sure, still yeah, has it. I'm yeah. sure you still yell at him in your sleep honestly i had no intention of keeping any home run balls that i caught but i just wanted to be a part of the action what if you caught a visiting ball were you going to throw it back yes you were going to chuck it like as far so. as you can or you were just i mean like, like as far i'm like it would have barely went over the wall i don't have a good <laughs> arm but uh, yes i would have not kept it i yes. would have well because the uh maybe i would have taken a selfie with them then i would have thrown it <laughs> you would have been like you'd have been like thrown, yeah. uh someone please uh, film me i need a boomerang i need a slow motion and i need a regular video of me throwing this ball back on the field for content absolutely <laughs> absolutely but thankfully our luck turned shortly after i got off the green monster i stopped sitting up there and we went to Canada. I get my second Canada trip in a month right. and went to Toronto, which I haven't been there since 2016. I don't Have you 
been there since 2016. Not since 2016. Yeah. yeah. And we had a, so for our golf tournament, we always have different kind of creative auction items. And this year it was pick a series. Any series. Any series. The Red Sox are playing anyone and you'll have tickets to all three games and flights, hotel, passes to batting practice every game or if it's not going on you come on the field and we'll go to dinner we'll yep. hang out and i think you did jerseys too this year right did you do jerseys you're sending so jerseys i had a jersey at the auction and oh, yeah. he said and it was going to be your first ever signed boston red sox jersey and he wanted me to like give it to it he didn't even want it he said give it to a kid yeah he's like yeah i'm, I'm good so yeah, and Mr. so Green, Mr. Green, we won't use his first name. <laughs> He's not like a mystery, but he came. His son came, <laughs> and they're the best. And we obviously already know them from other events and and hanging out with them. So big supporters, big supporters of the foundation. Yes, big supporters. But obviously, it would have been a blast if anyone won. But we had so much fun with them, and I actually didn't get there the first night because my mom and sister were still in Boston, and we we're all flying out. Saturday. So I came in Saturday and Friday. It just, I almost, I actually told you that I wasn't even going to come to your game anymore because I just didn't have a good record on the green monster seats. And I just honestly was like, you just have fun and I'll be here and I'll watch on TV. Well, and then Friday I had <laughs> two hits and I had a homer and you're like, okay, I'm definitely not. Coming yeah. I was like, out. I'm out. I'm not and coming. I'm like, shut up. Like get on the plane. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. And so I got there and I get there Saturday and thankfully you, I think you hit another double and a home run again. Yep. So I thought, okay, I'm allowed to come now. <laughs> but then I thought maybe it was just our friends and their yeah. good luck that they brought. And we went to dinner that night at Jacob's Steakhouse. Jacob's, yeah. It's like this classic steakhouse in Toronto. It's so good if you're a steak person. And our friends just wanted to order and do like a tasting of all the different steaks on the menu. They did and a like a flight. It was... Oof. It was wild. Honestly, I needed sweatpants or to unbutton my pants and to flip my sweatshirt around after this whole dinner. But it was already kind of warm in there. I don't know why. I don't ever remember it being warm. And then I actually thought because the roof was open for Canada Day that I was sunburnt. You know, like at night on vacation when you start to feel warm, that's how I felt. And then we're eating all of this meat and I'm just getting like meat sweats and I'm just hot. And I'm kind of looking around because you're always hot. I know. 24 seven, you just run so hot. And I'm looking around, I'm the only girl. And I'm just thinking, is it hot in here? Am I getting deathly ill? Is something going, and I'm feeling my face and the water that they're giving us is room temp water, which I guess is something luxurious that people like. I need cold water. And then I get a glass of wine and that's room temp too. And I'm just thinking like, I am not well and the food was so good and it was the best dinner and we had the best time and we had so much fun with them but I just can't get over how hot I was and then we leave the dinner and still no one's like oh yeah I'm kind of hot and then the next day at the game they finally say yeah it was really hot last night at dinner wasn't it and I'm just like yes but you said it, it like so four hot. times but at dinner and no one was like I was like oh, I'm good and you I, know the greens were like Nah, I'm, I'm good. It was almost <laughs> like, like in Bridesmaids where she's like, you're not getting sick, are you? And she's like, no, actually, I 
could go for a snack. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. That's how I felt where it was like everyone else was just trying to keep it together. And maybe they just wanted the morale to stay positive and just keep it rolling. But for whatever reason, I was so hot. It didn't take away from the incredible Wagyu and steak. And it was just chef's kiss, A+. plus. The sides were amazing. The oysters yeah. were amazing. What else did we have? Everything was amazing. And we'd went there. The oh, the table side Caesar that <laughs> oh, I thought about for Caesar. seven yes. years. And you know, we don't do dairy, but they were able to do it without the Parmesan cheese because they make a table side That's and right. grind it all up right there for you. And was I was so worried that they wouldn't do the table side because of COVID. For whatever reason, COVID robbed us of all of our table side experiences and I hadn't seen that done in a while. And so when we get to the restaurant, I'm kind of looking around to see if anyone else is getting their table side Caesar <laughs> literally ground up. And when they told us they could do it, I was so freaking happy. And it well, was Well, no, we walked past. So someone was having it made when we walked in. And you're like, yes, there it is. They're doing it. There she is. But yeah, seven beard. years later. Are you like having? A, I have like a beard hair on my mic. Sorry. Not surprising. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was good. The ship was righted, I guess. Yeah. And anyways, everything's going, everything's going now. The moral of the story is thank you to the greens yes. for buying this package and supporting the foundation and then bringing the good luck that has kind of turned around the socks. Honestly. Yeah. I think we're what, uh, five, I don't know what we are. Yeah. We won't talk about it. Everything's going great. Everything's going swell. Everything's <laughs> going great. All right. Well, a reminder, if you haven't registered for our 5K, you can do that. Our third annual Turner Trot is coming up on August 26th. It's going to be here in Boston during the Dodger series, but you can also do it virtually, which means you can run and walk your 3.1 miles on your own and still get all the swag and the medal and support the Justin Turner Foundation. I decided to do a special code for our listeners. If you Ooh. use code podcast, you'll get a little discount off of your registration fees. Is that so, all caps? Is that all caps? Or? Let's do all caps. Let's sure. do all caps. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. And a reminder to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And we are now on YouTube so you can watch our banter back and forth on there. And as always, I ask that you rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify. I love reading all your reviews, good or bad. I prefer the good. All good. But we're here for the bad as well. <laughs> we'll read them. We'll read them. Do you still read them? Yeah. Well, we haven't read them on the podcast in a while. We, we actually haven't some. had a review in a while on Apple. It's been like two months, which is wow. it, I'm kind of worried that everyone just stopped reviewing me. Well, maybe you need some uh, some different co-host material for to get people maybe people are sick of me you know i honestly leave us review if you want a different (laughs) co-host anybody please somebody all right well that's gonna do it for today's episode thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you all next week see ya bye hit it oh gosh Really left the volume on high there.